Zach Sang Show. Oh, yeah. Zach Sang Show. Live. Kind of. <laughs> doing it. Feeling it. How you doing, beautiful human? I hope you're having a great, great, great Monday. Uh, but either way, we're gonna we're here. We're gonna hopefully brighten it in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Hello, Cameron. Hello, Zach. Hello, Jordan. Take that microphone. Why don't you use the microphone? She's scared of are it. You, are you afraid of it? A little. We no. should unpack this. Yeah, let's unpack it. Well, in my like day to day life, while I'm just sitting here, it gets in the way a lot. So right. I have to just like push it over there. Yeah. And well, then I never want to be like presumptuous and be like, let me pull the mic towards me. So I'm going to talk this whole. Oh, you're you know. so you're so humble. <laughs> I'm so. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, let me just rest assured, Jordan, the stakes have never been lower. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. It'll be okay. okay. I promise. Uh, hi, Daniel. How are you? I'm great. Carlos Cameron, hello. hello. Sam, hello. Hello. Kelsey. She's somewhere around. Kelsey, come back so we can say hi. <laughs> but really, a big old hello to you. It's National Boston Cream Pie Day. It's a, I good, don't, it's a good pie. I don't know that I've ever had a Boston Cream Pie. Wait. I've had the donut, but a Boston Cream Donut. I think I've had the donut. And I think a Boston cream pie is just a traditional crust, a custard filling, and chocolate on top. Chocolate on top? Yeah. Well, oh, I what, guess that would be the same as the donut, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, maybe maybe <laughs> I'm the crazy one, but that just like lines up to me. I like banana cream pie better. Yeah, banana cream pie is a good pie. <laughs> I love all pie. I think pie is by far the best dessert. Well, we won't get into really? that. It's not. Yeah, it is. It, not. it genuinely is because no. you have so much opportunity when it comes to crust, right? Think of all the crust options. You could do a thick, buttery crust. You could do a nice graham cracker crust. You could do a traditional pie crust that's flaky. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just options with it. And, and you could do an Oreo cookie crust. So many things. So many things. Plus, the inside of that pie is incredible. It can be cold or it can be served hot. Mm-hmm. You can put so much on top of a pie so you can really dress her up. Think about it. A pie gives you the most options when it comes to dessert. It's very Mr. versatile. Mr. Sang, that you've, that's your time. Dan, you have the floor. <laughs> I Argue like, the point. I feel like I could say the same thing about a cupcake or a cake or, that's not true. or anything. Not true. Yeah. Gentlemen, when's, gentlemen, the last time you, when's the last gentlemen. time you wanted a cupcake hot? I don't like any desserts uh, hot. When's the last <laughs> time like a cupcake des- could be savory? A pie offers that um, versatility. A fair point, but have you had a carrot cake cupcake? That's not considered savory. That's hogwash. I can I mean, consider can, it no, savory. No, no, yes, no. yes, no, I can. Have no. You ever Over had those a like, carrot cake, I would say a zucchini cupcake is more savory than a carrot. Zucchini cupcake. Have you ever yes. had those like pizza muffin cupcakes? Where those it's like, are, it's a bullshit. Okay, then that's like me saying a Australian pie or whatever those things are called are bullshit. Brother, there's cultures Culty built pie. on it. What are you, crazy? Yeah, well, I'm and just by saying. Way, by the way, meat pies are popular more than just Australia and New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Right, huge in the pop, UK, huge in Ireland. Chicken pot pies are BS then. What are you talking about? Nobody Why would you say it's bull squash? Why They're- would you say the, the pizza cupcakes are bull squash? <laughs> because literally one company makes a cupcake that is also pizza. Okay? They're not widely consumed by is the it? masses. They're not made by ginormous corporations filling the world with what they desire and need. <laughs> you know what? I, I think- mean, have you heard of fucking Greg's? Uh, you know it's what? The only a shop that sells pies. Meat pies. <laughs> yeah, you know what? At least- Cut it out. It's, it, it seems like pie has no identity. Aw, no, because pie can be what you need it to be, which is a good fucking friend everything and a great companion, needs a label. and that's what pie is. Wow, no, that's in, that's a, that's an old school way of <laughs> thinking. Sa- everything Mr. needs Sang, a label. You've Jesus. used up a lot of your time. It's nuts. I like how Dan said, "Oh, we're not gonna, we don't need to talk about that." Yes, we do. These are the issues <laughs> that, that need to be debated. Plague America. <laughs> yeah, but I do like a banana cream pie. Okay, good for you. <laughs> I don't. It's Cameron. Would you like to? By the way, it's not even piece? it's not even the best pie. A banana cream pie. 
Okay, what's the best he pie? He thinks then? key lime no, pie no, is no, the best pie. Okay, I think I think key lime pie is easily in a top four or five position. I also think like a banana toffee pie is really delicious with a All good right. graham cracker crust. I think a, a traditional things. apple pie done right. But, apple pie is but think good. about this. You can get an apple pie or an apple crumble that still acts as a pie. Hang on. How incredible is there's, that dessert? There's too many points being thrown out. Let's, yeah. simple, let's dial it back for just a moment. Okay? I don't want an apple pie. I'm passionate. Number one. A coffee cake. Number one. If you have TikTok, search buttery flaky crust. You will laugh. You will thank me. Number two. Okay. Uh, it's these two old people shooting a commercial and they just have blooper after blooper. You got to watch it. It's hilarious. Number uh, two. Key lime pie. Not a pie. That's ooh, bullshit. What whoa. are you talking about? It just has a bunch of liquid in it. No, that's not true. It's, it's First of all, it's like a custard, custard plus there's a meringue on top and there's usually a graham cracker crust. That is a pie. I no, brother, no. Pies, no, wait, sister. Not, pies don't I, need to have roofs on them. I, okay, pies can I, live without tops. Think about it. That's it, not a world I want to live in. Pies have a topless lot. pies. I, I'm not trying to stick up for Zach in any way on this pie discussion. Kind of sounds here. like you are. Why is key lime pie not a pie again? Because it's just a case with liquid in it. No, it's crazy. What's the liquid? No, lime it's, juice. It's a yeah, custard. lime juice. It's brother. It's a custard with a meringue. Respect it. So key lime or apple? I can't. You haven't answered the question. No, I, here's the deal. I, I'd rather I, pumpkin. I think there's mm. a space in everybody's life for a pie, at least one. You got to just open your mind to it. Again, pies have potential and versatility. It, it's hard for somebody to say, like, I don't like pie. That's crazy. There's so it's many not. pie options. I did you go. You just haven't found the right pie for you. I did get one of those then. gigantic Costco pumpkin pies. Yeah, for $5. Such a good deal. Yeah, good, and they're tasty. Uh, but I took a hard right in my car and it went all over the back. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They're really big. R.I.P. pie. When I look at them, it's like I'm seeing the sun. <laughs> they're huge. Yeah, they're massive. And now my car smells like pumpkin. That's a blessing. Which That's is not a bad thing this time of year. Good stuff. Did you know it's also slap your annoying coworker day? That's so, interesting. Who wants to slap Everybody who? on the count of three, look at the most annoying coworker. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this either. Because it's not look at the most annoying coworker day, it's, Dan. No, let's, no. It's slap the most annoying yeah, but coworker. No, we, no, we, we should do this. Looks, we should do this. Yeah, who's the most annoying coworker? I and everybody be honest with your looks. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to be distracted looking to see if somebody looks at me. Yeah, I'm just right. going to look straight oh. at Zach. You know? <laughs> 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 okay, that defeats it. Well, well I can't look at myself, so. <laughs> yeah. What is it? I just noticed the puppet's looking at Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I am the puppet, and the puppet is me. <laughs> Damn, dude. Uh, no, seriously, you want to do this? Because I'm interested to see who everybody else picks as their annoying you know, coworker. I don't think this lined well, so I, I, don't, think, yeah. I think maybe, you know, it was fun for a bit, but let's skip it. Let's yeah. turn into Lord of the Flies? Like, what's well, happen? you know, a little bit. Okay. Hunger Games, that's coming back. Interesting. Anyone down to volunteers tribute? Put those fingers up, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Give me that whistle, Carlos. No? <laughs> How angry are you, Carlos? I'm asking about something that happened last week because I didn't get a chance to talk to you about it, but are you upset that you didn't get a chance to go see Taylor Swift at the Grove? Yeah, I am because I saw this little twink go that <laughs> does not deserve it to go. Jesus Christ! Why that? are you? Why are you freaking hurling slurs? What's up? Is that a slur? Is that a slur? I mean, I don't know. It depends on how who, who's receiving God, it, who's throwing it. You've really been holding that in for the last two yeah. weeks, Carlos. So why does this person not deserve to go? I don't know. I mean, I don't really know them actually, but I saw they were there, and I got a little jealous and. Yeah, they were thinking Spotify for whatever to mm. go, and yeah, I'm a top listener, so I don't know why I wasn't invited. That's you make a good point there. You let them know. I went and saw the movie in IMAX with my wife. 
Already? Mm. What'd you think? It came out yesterday, Cameron. No, you, it really didn't. No, it came out two weeks ago. What? Did it really? Yeah. No. You're late to the party. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, today's October 23rd, so it came <laughs> out a couple know. weeks ago. Oh, shit. oh, oh my god. Yeah, it came out. How did you like it? Uh, yeah, it was good. I was a little annoying because I'm I during <laughs> movies I have to pee. Oh, it's so long. getting up multiple times with Swifties, mm. not they didn't like it. You see it? You sh- you see the movie? I did. I went opening night, and my friend told me the day before that she had tickets for me, and I was like, okay, well, I wasn't excited about all the girls yelling the lyrics, Mm because I don't care about that. I Mm -hmm. just want to, like, enjoy the show. But it was fine, and I went again, too. What was it like to watch it and not see it through your phone, because you're usually filming it? Well, the show that they filmed is the show that I was actually at, so... (gasps) Are you in the movie? I am, and... Oh. No, go ahead. I, I don't have anything else to say. What you- <laughs> I was like, did it? Did it feel like the same show, or was it like completely different when you saw it in person? No, it's the same exact show. <laughs> I'm gonna. Have- <laughs> you really sold it, dude. I'm really gonna have to go watch it again and see if I can play find the Carlos. Like, yeah, 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 he's there. Yeah, with his five foot up. <laughs> uh, Jordan, mm-hmm. you see it? Yep. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> she found the mic, so that's good. <laughs> Baby steps. It's a process. Like, I would assume you didn't see. You didn't even know it was out. So no, nah, dude. No, nah, you know, you know. He's, he's a, he hasn't seen movies in a bit. No, that's me. No, no he no. hasn't either. Have I, you? Yeah, I haven't. I don't remember the last time I saw a movie. And I <laughs> bought Barbie um, again on my TV, and I fell asleep. What's it like to be rich? Fucking <laughs> thirty bucks. No, it's a little confusing when they go for twenty four ninety nine. You can rent it, but yeah. for twenty five ninety nine. You can own it. I want to save a penny. I'm renting. <laughs> like what? It makes no sense. <laughs> I agree. And then once you start it, you have like 48 hours well, to finish yeah, it. Yeah, right? but thank God I bought it because again, I fell asleep. So I didn't even watch it. I haven't seen it yet. Wow. I didn't realize you hated Greta Gerwig. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's me. I have a personal vendetta. Yeah. How'd you know? <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know you. You're very talented. Um, you good, Dan? Yep. Okay. Let's get into this thing. We have some voicemails to get into. Plus, uh, what would you do if your teacher was on OnlyFans? We'd love to talk about it with you in a few. And we got some food news to get to, too. So, uh, Sweet. Oh, we didn't talk about food at all today, so this is going to be good. Yeah. Did we talk about food? We just talked about pie for like three hours. Oh, That's yeah. not food. It's so crazy. I get blocked. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you. It's just- <laughs> Kidding. Go to break. <laughs> no, dude, I get so blind with passion. I just forget what I get passionate about. Oh, trust me. I know. Is that, I mean, were you, were you trying to dig at me, brother? No, I wasn't. It was a compliment. Okay, well, that was sarcasm. Hey, he didn't slap you on today's day. Yeah. So consider that a win. I know you want to, though. Nope, I don't like violence. Violence is not the answer. That goes for everybody in this entire world. Yeah. Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, let's get into it. The Zach Sang Show podcast today keeps the doctor away. That's what they say. Keeps you healthy to hang out with us. You know that? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be healthy? I do. You know, my boyfriend, uh, he's working out every day. He's going to the gym. He really? likes it a lot, yeah. What does he do? Like, does he do, like, a class? or like Cameron, he does, like, lifts, weights. Well, you know how Orange Theory and those types of classes <sighs> yeah. are all the rage. High-intensity stuff. He goes to a gym where he also takes class. He does the whole thing. He, sometimes I think he wants me to go. Do you think he's only going to try to be like, hey, you want to come along? No, no, no. He really likes going, and he really, like, wants to work on himself. And That's good. That's good. And he keeps telling me, he's like, oh, come back so sexy for you. I'm like, you're already doing it, man. That's pretty hot. And what do you tell him? 
I say like you're, you're perfect just the way you are. Honestly, you're gonna be like you're gonna get back, and I'm gonna be so sexy. Also, no, probably not. I'm probably gonna gain a lot of weight because he's, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm like in a comfortable phase of that's this. cool too. Whatever you want to do. No, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I mean, I've a lot of people on the internet recently over the last like few days have been saying I've had like a little bit of a glow up. Oh, and by people I mean like like two people on the Trisha Paytas podcast comment section. <laughs> <laughs> not many people are talking about it. It's okay. But it's okay. The two sticking with me. It's the motivation well, of you that, I need. Well, that's good because usually it's like the two negative comments that stick with people. Not me. Right. Here, you, you see a good one. Not you're that. like, this is this is it? Yeah, because the good are so far and few between. I want that shit. <laughs> Uh, I was looking recently. at our I was looking at our TikTok You're recently, right. and I think there was a video of me saying something, and somebody said, "Who's that busted guy?" Wow. <laughs> no, wasn't no. it? Yeah, hold on, let me find that comment. That was funny. I, I think it was about me. I didn't know if it was either about me or you. I couldn't figure out which one it was. Um, everybody, section, let's vote. Who do you think would be more busted? Hey, you son of a bitch! <laughs> you okay. son of a bitch! You know we're not we're not voting on the most annoying, so we're not going to vote on that either. Okay. I love that. <laughs> I kind of like it as a diss, though. Busted. <laughs> it's a hard one. It's a good one. Mm. Well, you Not know, the voicemails are the right ways to take criticism. We do have a voicemail yes. if you ever want to call. call it's true. Us. Well, no matter what state you're in, the number is 212-515-9224. That is 212-515-9224. Um, it's always open, too. And we, obviously, we look at all the comments, and we definitely listen to all these, too. So mm-hmm. let's dive in. Um. I just wanted to say that you yourself as an interviewer, it's just amazing. Like you're amazing at what you do. And I've always found so much comfort in all of your podcasts that I've been watching for years because I literally love you. I just wanted to say thank you for just being like so comfortable like with people and opening up and making them feel like worthy and just comfortable with you. Because it's so like it's so beautiful to watch seeing how one human can be so comfortable with someone even like if they haven't met them so i just want to say that you're really great at what you do and i admire you for that and i hope you have a good day night morning whenever you hear this oh, bye i love you hey that's so sweet thank you so much for saying all those words and thank you so much for giving us your time and energy it really means a lot thank you do we have any like mean voicemails because i want those uh, you know, contrary to popular belief, our audience is mostly nice to us. I know. You know, not them G Idol fans. They don't like me. Well, right now. look, that's to be determined. <laughs> yeah, they're not. We'll let history decide on that G-Idol. one. G Idol. Hey, Zach. It's a giant from uh, New Zealand calling from Auckland. What is this? It's probably going to be a really expensive phone bill, but it's worth it. Hope you're doing well. Hope work is great. And I hope you're feeling amazing. And I bless that you have a wonderful week. Have a good one. We got a call from New Zealand. Weird. 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 I don't know. I mean, Instagram is international. Yeah. Wait, Instagram. <laughs> Have you heard of it? All over the place. Yeah. YouTube, podcast. <laughs> got a lot of fans in New Zealand. By the way, Dan, my boyfriend's from Australia. I don't see the difference. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> Dan, you might like this one. I think somebody called in with a ghost story. Oh, can I hear? Yeah. Hi, Zach. First, I want to say I love the podcast. I love all of you. You make work so much better for me. I will tell you a little bit about a ghost story. (laughs) We all love those. So my best friend, her sister passed away um, about a year ago. But the scary thing currently is that my best friend loves her little knickknacks. And she has these three little elephants 
like little glass elephants that sit on top of her dresser and her sister's favorite animal was an elephant so that's why she keeps them and every couple weeks she'll come home and or she'll just notice that the elephants are moved like very slightly one of them is moved and it's always the same elephant of the, the three that she has and she'll move it back and be like, that's weird. And then a couple weeks later, same exact one will be moved a little bit. She lives by herself, no animals, um, and this continues to happen. And she, of course, is really thinks that it's her sister trying to communicate with her. Um, and I believe her. Yeah, that's really spooky. Um, kind of cool. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you. Mm. I'm telling you, that stuff is real. Those who you loved in this realm stick with you as you navigate and they cross over into the other realm. I know it. I'm convinced of it. I lost my best friend a few months ago and I know she's around. I can feel it. I know she's helping make decisions and helping sway the universe. So uh, yeah, it, it is likely and in my mind sensible that spirits would be moving things to send a message. Why do you think I'm crazy, Cameron? I don't think that like I, I believe in spirits. I think it's just odd to think that the way that most of them choose to communicate is just by moving things. Yeah. Well, I, think it's you know what I, mean? I think it's one of the ways they communicate. I think they communicate in a few different ways. Why don't so, they just make themselves seen? I've seen one. Right. They're or just there. like find a piece of paper and write a message well, on it. it. We should invite like Patty Nagri and mm. some like spiritual people, experts or whatever, like uh, mediums and stuff. Because mm-hmm. there is something to like the, the degree in which they communicate and how like how they've moved on and, and what stage they are in their passing and a bunch of stuff. Like there's like, it, there's, it's a nuanced thing. If you can move a little toy elephant, you can, you can move a pen to a piece of paper. And That's write what I mean. Like, I think it's, or maybe and, the science behind it is you can only touch something for four milliseconds or something. I don't know. Maybe it has to be able to move with like a, like a wind. Well, I guess a, an elephant toy can't move in the wind. No. I also think it's reasonable to think that maybe the dog she lives with is touching it. Okay. The same elephant every day. And here's the deal. Some of these moments, these things that you interpret as spirits that matter to you communicating with you, even if it isn't real, it still matters to you and you should keep that and, and treat it as such. Right? Like that is Well, yeah, I mean that can, I'm not, that can still bring peace even if it's the wind. Of course. I don't think anybody's denying that. I just wonder I want to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. You know? yeah. I well go, go, go look at our air vents. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. Analyze <laughs> the fence. You are also a beautiful human. And I have been trying my best to be a blind date for Zach. I am a 21-year-old creative trans woman in South Carolina. And yeah, I just, well, I don't think I know that I'm the perfect match for Mr. Sang. So yeah, I'm just putting myself out there just in case there's a potential dating show or somehow my account falls on the desk of the handsome sex thing. So yeah. <laughs> thank you guys so much and I hope you enjoy your day. Well thank you. I love you. Appreciate you. Uh no dating show and I am currently off the market. I have a boyfriend so I'm so sorry. How does that feel? Very nice to be of interest to, to people. Thank Let me you. ask you this. Where were you when I was off the market for the last 29 years? Have you found since being in a relationship- More people are interested in me? More people are 100%, interested? 100% Cameron, yes. Really? Yes. It happens, doesn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. It's like they can smell it on me. But then I also feel like people see it on the internet and stuff they know. 
I get it. And like, no, I can't have it, so I want even more. Yeah. yeah. Like when I got married, oh man, there was the same amount of interest <laughs> as before. No. Yeah. <laughs> Funny transition. <laughs> here's the here's the TikTok comment you were looking for. Tell me, Dan. Somebody by the name of your mom said My mom? Your mom. Okay. I'm with the rough looking guy. Farts are funny. Let it rip. <laughs> I can't tell. It was either me or you. I can't tell. One of us is the rough looking guy. Because we both think farts are funny. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no. I'm going to amend that. The America. America thinks farts Everybody are funny. Everybody thinks farts yeah. are funny. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, you both are rough. So. And what are you? Both are beat. Well, not that. No, you. Okay. No comment. I'm glowing. Oh, you had to take it there, huh? You could be a rough glow. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> Is it raw yeah. rough glow? What Stop is that called? A shadow? I'm revisit. One of two things is going to happen as a result of what you just said, sir. What? Either I'm going to slap my annoying coworker <laughs> now, or I'm going to take a key lime and smash it in the face. Damn, dude. Oh. Don't waste a good key lime pie. That's what you yeah. get. You want one more? Yeah, please. All right. Hi, Zach. I'm Bianca. Really, really big fan. Um, I'm a little high, so please bear with me. But yeah. just wanted to say I've been a huge fan of yours. For the longest time, I think your job is so cool, and that is what I want to be doing in the future. Um, but I actually do kind of have a story for you. Your sister, Mackenzie, used to be my manager at Willowbrook Mall at a store called Tilly's. I'm sure you've heard of her working there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was my manager when we first opened up the store, and she left a little bit before I did, but... Absolutely love her, and I've told her before that me and my mom are both fans of yours. Um, <laughs> so next time you're in Jersey, I would love to say hi to you, I and you. I love your sister. She's amazing, and that's all I have to say, Ray. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, you seem to love what you do, and I love that for you. Yeah, love you. Bye. I love you, and love your mom. That's so amazing. I, my sister definitely told me about you, and uh, that your mom, and you listen to the show, and it means the world. And uh, Tilly's Tilly's lost two good ones, so appreciate you very much. This is a good round of voicemails. Yeah, keep Where's them it? coming. Where's his sister work now? Uh, she works for a company called. Uh, it's a store called Oakenfort. Right, I should see if I can get a discount or something. You can. Yeah, it's use, a nice place. Use promo code Zach. It. You've heard of it? Mm -hmm. They're in the. Yeah, use promo code Zach ten. Save Zach it at 10. checkout. Yeah. Nah, just kidding. They ain't paying for this. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Oakenfort. Okay. Any Hughesy, if you want to leave his voicemail, it's always open and available. You can leave it, uh, leave it, leave one in any state. You're oh. in. I don't care. 262-515-9224 is the number. That is 262-515-9224. And uh, yeah, you guys are shopping? Mm -hmm. Cool stuff here at Oak and Ford. Yeah. I want a Ford. You order one for me? <laughs> yeah. As, <laughs> long as, as long as you can see Oak. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. It's the Zach Sang Show. Uh, I cannot stop looking at the comments on the Trisha Paytas podcast. I was a guest on her podcast last week. A couple weeks ago. Oh, when, well, no, it aired. Oh, yeah. Wow, I have no sense of time. It aired on the 12th, and it's the 23rd today. Mm -hmm. That's what oh, happens this time of year, though. That's 10 days. Damn. Anyway, I keep reading these ridiculous comments. They're not ridiculous. They're really nice. Um, and... Uh, Somebody writes, I can't stop looking at Zach's lower half as I've only seen him on his podcast behind the desk. I knew that was going to happen. I knew that I was going to do this show. And I was going to show my waist and legs and I was going to steal the show. I was going to steal all the attention, not for any good reason. I've already been, I've been getting flooded with DMs of people being like, ooh, love your legs, juicy legs, hairy legs. Shut the, get the, no. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you come legs out. I, what do you, 
she goes, you're going to wear uh, shorts. You're going to be Ryan from yeah. High School Musical. And the outfit was shorts, like Hawaiian shorts, white collared shirt, orange, you know, like hat, know, golfer hat or something. And I, I, at first I was like, okay, it's like down. I didn't know that the entire podcast was going to be shot wide. So I don't know. You see my full on <laughs> body or you're, sh I'm shot like from the knees up. So you're still catching my freaking thighs. There's a lot of thigh action for sure. The most leg I've ever showed in public or private. Well, good. Give the people what they want. I don't know if it's what they wanted. Carlos, do you have feedback on my legs? Well, like the teams do when they come here, they want to check like the camera angles. So maybe oh, check the camera angles. Yeah. I guess you're right. Kind of sound like a noob. <laughs> yeah. I should have brought a blanket or something to put on my knees. Look at this comment. Trisha killing it with these guests. I'm stunned every week. Wow. <laughs> That's a compliment. <laughs> Stunned. Oh, somebody goes, why does he sound exactly like the TikTok voice changer? TikTok used his voice to create the effect. That's not the first I've heard that. I've heard that many, many times over that I sound like that guy, but it's not, it's somebody. Isn't it like, uh, who is it? Well, I think we need to call the legal Can team. You, what is the voice changer? Can I hear it? Can, what, what, do you know which one they're referring to, Jordan? Yeah, I think they're talking about the filter, which Trisha actually used recently, so I can play that yeah, one yeah, if yeah. you what, want. Yeah. yeah, It's the one that makes you kind of sound like SpongeBob, right? Um, I guess a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you, does it sound like me? Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I haven't thought that, but now that someone's commented it, like I can get the tone yeah. is maybe a little similar, but I wouldn't say it's exact. It's probably It was probably illegally ripped off of some rando. Okay. It, did they AI me? I have maybe. it if you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. Today is another chain restaurant day. Today we are going to BJ's Brew House because they have the new fall menu. I was all about that giant pretzel, but I came for the spooky bazooki. Mm. Don't you? Th I think it sounds like SpongeBob. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like if you if SpongeBob and Zach had a baby. I'll take it. Little Sponge Zach. <laughs> I like that. I'll take it. Oh my God! Somebody goes. Not gonna lie, it's weird seeing Zach not holding a pen. <laughs> it's true. I do always hold a pen. Uh, the internet's crazy, man. Have you been checking the comment section every single day since you've yeah, been there? Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Right, what good. are you? What am I? Yeah, don't you want to know what the people are saying? I do. No, I actually try to avoid the comment section. Yeah. Not, not I. I love That's it. healthy. Yeah. yeah um, well, have you seen me? I'm unhealthy. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously, I need to start rowing again. It's getting bad. <laughs> um, you know what is healthy? Having side hustles that pay the bills. Mm -hmm. You may have heard about this OnlyFans saga that's going on with Brianna Kopag. Is that her name? Kopage, I think. Or Kopage? Yeah. She's a Missouri teacher who was put on leave after word got out that she was supplementing her income. Let's remind everybody that teachers make no money. Mm -hmm. So she was supplementing her income. With OnlyFans income. She had an OnlyFans page. She went by Brooklyn Love, and uh, she decided to voluntarily tender her resignation from the school and move forward in a different direction after all the word got out, people started complaining about I mean, they it. They put her on leave. Yeah, yeah, well, that's so insane. Like, the focus solely became on what she was doing and not on what she was providing to her students. And the fact that she was an incredible teacher and a quality teacher, and instead of having a conversation of, Instead of shaming her for having to generate additional income to survive, we should fix a severely broken system and give teachers not only the resources they need to succeed, which is not fucking guns in a classroom, but proper, proper, proper utensils to teach and mold minds the way we need to to create a brighter day. But on top of that, pay them to do so fairly. 
Like, and shame on you. Shame on you for going after somebody for, for trying to make a living because the job and the profession she chose to, to go with, the passion she chose to pave her journey on, it wasn't paying her fucking bills. It wasn't allowing her to survive. Yeah. Shame on you. Shame on you. What I love so far with this story Oof. is every, but I would say the majority of people are definitely on her side of this. They should be. Uh, even some of the parents that go to that, have kids that go to that school, the way that they found out was through a Facebook page, like a community Facebook page where somebody was like, does anybody know this teacher at this school? And then it word got around and then the school found out and then... It sounds crazy, but it made me think of something that happened when I was a kid. My principal, I went to like a private elementary school. Uh -huh. My principal got a divorce and because he, I think he was maybe not faithful to his wife. Got it. He got fired. Really? He got fired. For cheating on his wife? Yeah, because my, the school I went to was, Catholic. was uh, Lutheran. Uh -huh. So it was, a, it was a, well, that's what I would think, but isn't that insane? Like, I feel like nowadays, if that Oof, happened, there would be a hell of a lawsuit. But Yeah, but, it, you know, it depends. Like, in those sort of institutions that are based on religion, they do have their own ability to kind of conduct business as they wish, right? Yeah. Separation of church and state. Whether we choose to, like, like think that that's a real thing or not. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, that being said, this is insane and ridiculous. And my hope from this is that it sparks a conversation as to how to better improve the quality of education that we offer our children in this country. And then, in turn— in bettering that education, better take care of the teachers that have this huge responsibility that sits on their shoulders and in their hands every day. Yeah. Like, they deserve to be fairly compensated so they can live a, a life of dignity and respect. In addition to that, they shouldn't be put in positions where their fucking own money is going towards buying supplies Crayons. for their kids. Yeah. That's crazy. By the way, she mm. charges $20 a month. And you know what? That's money. That's probably going to pay her, her rent. I can guarantee her you lights on. she's making more in OnlyFans than she oh, yeah. does as a teacher. And that's why she's guys, quitting teaching guys, and doing that. In a place like Missouri, the teachers are making maybe $35,000, $45,000 at most. It's, if not the lowest state, it's one of like the, the lowest five states for income for teachers. Disgraceful. I think, I think yeah. everyone from that school should get together and subscribe to OnlyFans. I think that's the least they could do. Honestly, yeah. I'm not even into that stuff. I'll subscribe. Would right, you still look? It. No, yeah, and you're paying. Uh, okay, Dan. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I scroll real quick. Would you look <laughs> um, with your wife? With my wife, yeah, I look with my wife. <laughs> Not independent of my wife, though. <laughs> it's really healthy. I think so. Yeah. Well, anyway, I wish her the best. Yeah. Go. Li go live your life, sis. I support you. We should have her on. I would love to. Brianna, or should I say, Brooklyn Love. Booker, come on by. Our studios are open. And like, whatever, like, tether me up, leash me up. Zach Sang Show. It is true. Leash me up, baby. Zach Sang Show, hanging out. I miss my boyfriend. It's been many days, many weeks since he uh, left, but he's gonna be here soon. Just a couple days, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. He's gonna be here like maybe tomorrow. Good. Huh? Very oh, exciting. Yeah. What are you guys gonna do? Uh, probably have sex. Like immediately. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but I'm not. At the uh, airport, in fact. No, that's disgusting. Do you um, believe that it's not cheating if it's in a different country? Oh, what? interesting. So you're saying, Dan, would I be angry at him if he cheated on me while he's home in Australia? Yes, yeah, I would. Or yes. the opposite way around. What if you maybe slipped into something while he's across the pond? Yes, it is considered cheating. Yes, yes, yes. There's, that's a ridiculous thing to, to think or say or, or, or abide by. 
You're telling me that you and your girlfriend have a rule where if you're in a separate country, you can cheat on each other? Rules don't count if you leave the country. That why? Even Mexico doesn't count. <laughs> I don't understand that. Look, don't clap back at him. It's the law. Yeah. Law of what? By uh, Dictated by who? The, the guy. The man. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> just a question. You don't have to get so offended. No, it's just more like explains where you're at with your relationship with your girlfriend. I keep things open. Keep things fresh. Keep things new. Do you? I mean, your girlfriend's been away for a few weeks. Yeah. So have you been cheating on her? I may I may have dabbled. Shut well, he up. doesn't see it as cheating. Yeah, so I don't no. see it as cheating. So actually, you're right. I don't see it as cheating. I'm just so have you been my... out there having sex with people? Hooking up? Okay, let's not use the S word. That's aggressive. I've been. Have you been making what whoopee the... with people? <laughs> okay, yeah. What's the word then, guys? Like, can somebody educate me? Have you been? Uh... Have you been putting buns in other people's ovens? <laughs> no. No. Just just a question. Have let's, you... let's move on. Okay, moving on. Jeez, <laughs> uh, you know I'm answering honestly. Figuring it out before I open my mouth for some food news. Oh, man. Big news. Feed me. Uh, Duncan, one of the best places on planet Earth for uh, donuts. Sure is. Not like that other place. They have released their 2023 holiday menu. Mm. Or should I say it leaked? Somebody leaked a Duncan menu. Uh, So starting in just a few days on the 1st of November, they're going to have new loaded hash browns. What Love they, this. What are they loaded oh with? Uh, they have, they're cooked to order, topped with bacon and queso. Okay, those those wow. parts don't sound good, but have you ever gotten like the mini bite, bite-sized hash browns from Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, yeah. They're so good. <laughs> they're delicious. They're good. I'm they're so really good. You know, they're always a little soggy, they're, they're, but I'm kind of okay with it. Really? Mine are usually crisp and hot. Really? Yeah. The Dunkin' by my house probably sucks. Yeah. Uh, they're also going to have a new spiced cookie coffee, so like if you <laughs> like uh, a snickerdoodle, yeah. It'll kind of taste like that, but in coffee form. No, that shit is never real. Like the the thought of like, oh, it's a liquid cookie. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Like it tastes a little cinnamony and it has it some sugar. It tastes like in a it. sugary coffee, probably. Yeah, like you're lying to me. I had a real snickerdoodle yesterday. How was it? Delicious. It's, snickerdoodles are slept on. They're they so are. good. They're very good cookies. Uh, they're also going to have the peppermint mocha latte that's yeah. coming back. Mm. Uh, uh, toasted white chocolate latte. Yeah. It's like regular regular coffee. Yeah. You know, black. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we mentioned, let's see here, Domino's. Mm. They're giving away what they're calling emergency pizzas. What does that mean? So they have free medium two-topping pizzas to fans to use whenever they, quote, need it most. So you can place a delivery order online or a digital carryout order for seven ninety nine or more. You'll automatically earn a free emergency pizza after that order. Oh, so you're essentially getting two pizzas in one. Yeah, so it's kind of like a BOGO deal. I like that, but you you claim the BOGO after you buy the first one. Yes. Delicious. I believe so. Well, as that's far the as I small print say. I feel like they're not going to give out that many free pizzas. Small print, probably, you, you probably have to download an app. Download that's an app. usually the small print these delivery. days. Pay for delivery. You probably have to pay for delivery. I don't know. Probably okay. have to, like, kiss the guy. That's probably, yeah. You have to, that's you cheating, know, Zach. Kill, kill Papa John. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's the, by the way, did you see uh, the, the bear, uh, the Bigfoot sighting the other day? Yeah. The Bigfoot sighting? You didn't see the Bigfoot sighting? No. It looked like somebody just got a, a gorilla costume from the store. No, it looked like somebody was in like a ghillie suit or something, you know, that like military people wear? Yeah. Like camouflage? What made you think of that? What? Bigfoot. I don't know. It's more like hunting for Papa John, and I'm like, people are currently hunting for Bigfoot. <laughs> Is Papa John like, yeah, like Bigfoot? Yeah, like, dude, if you're going to like go after, like, if Domino's is going to say, in order to claim this free pizza, you got to hunt Papa John, 
I think I got to call in the people who want fucking Bigfoot. I see the connection. Now. Yeah, they're very mysterious. I get it. Aloof. You're going to use the same team. Same here, teams. Cameron, I'm going to show you this video okay. right here. You're going to watch, yeah. okay? This looks legit. Whatever. Right. It is. No, it looks real. So, I believe it was uh, a couple in Colorado shared footage they captured on yes. a train of what they believed a legendary Bigfoot. Wait, let me guess. It's far away. Yeah. yeah. See, see, see him walking? Okay, that's and that just a person in a gorilla costume. It's <laughs> just a person in a costume. No, it's not. The best part no, of this, I love footage from aliens and and uh, Loch Ness blurry. monster and Bigfoot. They're always far away, fucking blurry. There's never a close because you know when you encounter some species like this, your camera just doesn't work as good as it normally does. Of course not. Yeah, because they're fucking they're they're doing things. They're throwing yeah, rays. You clearly. know. Clearly, uh, I found this really funny. So. A couple of weeks ago, we went over like the best <laughs> Halloween candy. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so you know how on X or Twitter now they put like little captions below if there's like yeah. an error. This one says, "This is located oh. <laughs> in Silverton in Durango. It's part of a quite popular Bigfoot-themed expedition trailer company called Sasquatch Expedition Trailers. Oh. The owner regularly dresses up as Sasquatch." <laughs> Oh, the fuck? So, uh, you know, mystery solved. <laughs> so that is the owner of the Sasquatch hunting place so, running around as anyway, Bigfoot. Anyway, I know I'm not hiring them to find me, Papa John. Okay, I'll do yeah. it on my own then. You have to go with another team. Me. Um, and dog the fucking bounty hunter. You might remember on the list of best Halloween candy that we found, candy corn was not on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because someone had a brain. Uh, yeah, Cameron. Take that back. No, no candy no, corn is utter trash. Why are you trying to fight me today? I, I, I just need to stand up for a few things. Like, I have integrity, and I will never, ever, ever cave on my stance on candy corn. Well, look, that was me deflecting, because number one on the worst candy of candy Halloween corn. is candy corn. Oh, shit. Yeah. It is shit. I think black licorice, like, whatever that word that's is. In a, that's in a tight number three. Black, Let me, black licorice? That's on the list. Yeah, that's, that stuff is disgusting. Um, it's, it's not on the list, but it is disgusting. What's number two? Number two is hot tamales, which I believe were on... The best candy list. Yeah, that's good. So these people need to connect the dots and figure their shit out. But you know, I, mean, I also hate Mike and Ike's. Let yeah, me run through the rest of these, and you tell me if there's any that stick out that shouldn't be on the list. Okay. So if there's any candies you actually like, Atomic Fireball, Jawbreaker, Yuck. Bit O Honey, Okay, Peeps, uh, Hot Tamales, Fire and Ice, Brock's Pumpkins. So the candy corn pumpkins, uh, Dots, and Almond Joy. Dots are a lot of fun. I like dots. I just um, hated the fact that I ate so much paper every time. What? Dots? No, those aren't dots. Oh, oh, I'm thinking about the. <laughs> Did you um, eat buttons? the box? No, the giving those old button candies. Oh, those like were good too. Sugar but dots. I, the dots. The, the dots. The dots. The dots <laughs> suck. Uh, dots aren't great. They, no, they, they literally don't. rip your fucking teeth out. Mike and Ike suck. Mike and Ike's no, are terrible. I like Mike and Ike's. I hate Good and Plenty. Oh no, Good and Plenty. Good and sucks. Plenty. Are Mike way and Ike's. Worse. You know, aren't good and Plenty is right. awful. Yeah, Good and Plenty is like figure it out. Good are and Plenty more like bad and too much. Right? You nailed that one. That was blown. I like dots. No. That was a good execution. Dots, but I, it kind of, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of fits in the same category as the licorice and stuff, though, huh? Well, yeah, it's just things ready to rip your teeth out and lack flavor. Says the button guy. No, buttons were cool. Eats the paper for the record. You know, I like that because it gave me something to do with my hands, and then I got lazy, so I just like start like ripping it off with my mouth. Are you a guy with like string cheese? You just eat it. I, I've, I don't think I've ever had string cheese. You, you would be a biter. What? Uh, yeah, you would definitely be a biter. Be a biter. Well, if I was doing it, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I lack patience. What What is a good and plenty? Like, is it just like a it's licorice the, flavored It's crunch? a licorice pill. It's a licorice little gummy pill. That's yeah, so yeah, bad. Yeah, you're right. Total yeah, shit. Is. is that what it is? Yeah, basically a licorice pill. 
<laughs> I'm okay with that though. I'd take that. No, they're 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 crap. Uh, I think the one that sticks out on here, um, Zach. I'm surprised you weren't contesting Peeps being on the list. I thought you no, liked peeps, peeps. suck. No, no, no. They're terrible. Um, I, the Peeps are bad. Um, not good. They deserve to be on the list. They're actually just more of a decoration than a food. And I think they yeah. eventually will be turned into like a like a. Like a like a decoration, like a, just an aesthetic thing, not something you should consume. And you know they're kind of illegal right now in California. Oh, because of the dye thing. Yeah, uh, I thought it was Skittles. I also thought the do. bit of honey, bit oh honey. I don't know what those are. It's like a it's it's like a a starburst, but Ooh. honey flavored, those and it's oh. really sticky. Yeah, these you know are just those random candies that are in a pot and nobody touches them. See, those are so dumb because what ends up happening is you can never get the wrapper off the fucking candy and you're trying to suck the, the candy out of the wrapper and it's just like, it's all this work and effort for a plastic piece of shit thing that tastes like ass. And it kind of like glues Ugh. your mouth shut. Yeah, there's just no fun. You know what yeah. candy I really I enjoy? I like they're still in business. I really enjoy those little strawberry grandma candies. Oh, uh, you're, yeah. Like, because you're, uh, yeah, you're a psychopath. Toffee type? Or no, no, no like, the, uh... The little hard candies, like when you bite them, they have a little jelly thing inside. They're like softer. Oh, it's like yeah. grandma things with the, yeah, they make a good pineapple Cream ones. savers. Cream savers were good. Remember those? Cream savers a little, yeah, cream savers were delicious, but that's not what I'm talking about. That's, is it in the same family? What were those? No. Oh, the Welch, Wel Welchers? Welch, what, what are those like, um, uh, what do you think? Those are savers. Oh, right. Werther's. Werther's. Yeah, that's like tapioca flavor. I was thinking of Welch's, like the, the, the jellies. Oh, yeah. They look, the wrapper's a strawberry. Yeah, the wrapper's a strawberry. That. They're delish. Uh, one more thing here, food news. Okay. This delish. is more of a debate. There's a restaurant in California that is now going to charge a vomit fee because uh, oh, they have this. a bottomless mimosa type of thing, like a lot of brunch places Good. do. And they had a recent incident uh, where people got a little too rowdy and puked everywhere. Okay. Okay. So, I think this is a good idea because much in the same way, like if you do an Uber and throw up in the back, you're going to get charged a cleaning fee. Yeah, it makes My sense. My question is, how much do you think is fair? Oh, I um, think $50 makes sense. $50? Mm-hmm. No, more. Um, well, I think there should be rules. I think if you throw up in the toilet, then you're fine because you just flush it. But if they have to clean it, I'm going to say you have to pay 125 I was thinking like 250 but Zach's right. They're charging 50 bucks. Oh, just fucking fee. puke then. Right? You know I mean? Worth it. It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's worth the price of admission. <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyway. I think at the end of the day, like $50 is a fair price. And it is a lot to add to somebody's bill. So it's going to deter them. I believe so. I don't think I ho- $50 would stop somebody from partying and puking. Uh, yeah, because it's kind of like you're trying to reason with a drunk Yeah, person. that's like saying, hey, DUIs only cost $50. People drive drunk all the time. Uh, you're right. That's a good point. You're right. Anyway, that's your food news. Thank you. No crumbs left. Appreciate mm. you. You're welcome. Zach. Show. And it's only possible because of AI. Hello, beautiful human. I'm Zach. That is Dan. Yep. And we welcome to the studio for the first time ever, Madison Shipman. Hello. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Uh, so we've known of each other for a while. Yeah. Right. But uh, you got to correct me. Have we ever met? I feel like I met you once with your mom, but I could have been totally hallucinating. If we did, it was like eight years ago. Yeah, and it was on set. Like, you were working. Game Shakers. Oh, no. Am I getting you guys confused with Henry Danger people? We were, we filmed on the same stage as Henry Danger. So, whenever we were there, if you came to set, then you probably saw us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I met you one time with your mom. I don't was know. Was this first year? Like Yes. It would have been okay. really early. It would have been, it wouldn't have been later. Okay. Yeah, like, maybe 2015, 2014. <laughs> That's so long ago. It's so like wild to think about. It is a whole other planet, a whole other universe, a whole other world, yeah. Who I was during that period is a completely different person. 
And it's so weird to say, yes, that was me. Yes, I've accomplished so many things. I'm so grateful. But it, it's so weird to really process that that actually happened. Well, how do you see that time in your life? Is it a blur? Do you remember things vividly? There are certain aspects that are very vivid, but a lot of it is a blur. I mean, we work six days a week, 10 and a half hours a day. It was a job. And people don't really assume that whenever you hear that you're like working on Nickelodeon or you're a kid's actor, people just assume, oh, it's all fun and games. We were doing school that whole time. We had to go on a set. We were filming. We had hair and makeup and everything. It's a job. Oh, yeah. And the pressure is really high. Yeah. It's still to this day, maybe the hardest I've ever worked. And maybe you don't know, but I worked at Nickelodeon too for like three years. And it was, you guys were all on a different level in terms of like how a week had to flow because Mm -hmm. there was a crew of 150 some people that really were reliant on y'all being 100% on your mark. Yeah. And you couldn't play around. Like if you played around, oh, it was a nightmare. If you played around, it cost money. Well, yeah, that's that's all it ever boils down to, especially in this business. Like money is the biggest thing. And whenever you are working for a show, that's the goal. They want to make money off of this show. So time is money. Get your shit done. Like get it together. And you're on a big show. You have promo shoots in between. You have press that you have to upkeep. We're flying to New York this week. We're doing this. We're doing VidCon. There were so many different aspects of that life that I'm really very grateful for. But it's just so crazy that all of that was happening at 12 years old. Overwhelming. Very. Honestly, in all of your dreams and in all of the time that you took to envision what life would be like after Game Shakers, because I know you had to have like dreamed of something. My my one big goal was to be a neuroscientist. I'm not cut out for that shit at all, at all. But that was like my lifelong dream. I wanted to go to school. I wanted to be a neuroscientist. And yeah, no. How did you end up at Schneider's Bakery making Game Shakers? So- I've been acting since I was seven. I was on a Broadway show in New York. It was called Enron. It was about the financial scandal. Ran for like six months, so really nothing. But it you was were, a fun experience. You were in a few episodes of SNL? Uh-huh. I was doing SNL. They they would call me. Like, I fell in love with everyone that was working there. They fell in love with me. So anytime they needed a little girl, they just called me. And I would drive over and just do my job, and it was fun. Um, so that was a wonderful relationship. And then as that was progressing, I did the movie with Billy Joe Armstrong and Selma Blair. While I was filming that, I got a call that I needed to fly out to LA to go and test for this Game Shakers role. And I was like, okay, like, this will be great, but I'm filming. I can't go. So we had to like move things around. I finished filming, then came out to, uh, to LA for the first time, did a screen test, heard nothing. And then they called like, three weeks later and they're like, no, you're not right for this role. It was a huge back and forth experience with Game Shakers because they didn't really know what they wanted. Um, they filmed a whole pilot before the one that like was actually released with different cast, different storyline. It was completely different. Well, it was a really unique time in Nickelodeon history because the pressure was really high. Like you're coming off of iCarly, Victoria's Sam and Cat era. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck are they going to do next? Like, how do you keep momentum going? And again, like this moment in time was like a shift in the way kids like thought about and handled television. Like it was starting to mean something different. We were we were exiting a period of time where millions of people on a Saturday night would sit down and watch a, a Nickelodeon set of premieres. Like, yeah, that was becoming a way of the past. Because everything was starting to transfer into streaming services yeah. and 
wanting to watch it on your own time instead of it like being a set time. Which Saturday night, I'm pretty sure, was the day for Nickelodeon. Like it was a big premiere night. Yeah. And yeah, it was very interesting. Like I, I remember them trying a bunch of different pilots at that time. Like they did a Gibby pilot. I remember that. that yep. That never gets seen by anybody. Yes, Gibby had a show. I don't think I'm like sharing anything that people don't know, but Gibby for my Carly. Uh, yeah, there's like a lot of iterations of shows at that time. There's so many different things that were happening and things that we heard about that were like in the pipeline but never actually happened. I know that like with our shows, we were very lucky. Like we got greenlit immediately. So we didn't really have to worry about that, about the whole piloting process. But I know for every other show that was on Nickelodeon at the time or like starting to become on, had a whole pilot process and having to get greenlit and getting cut and but no one ever seeing it. Why didn't, I mean, they did a whole pilot without you, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. For Game Shakers. So what changed between that pilot and what everybody saw? I've heard stories. No, I don't know if this is like true. This is just like the rumor mill talking. Was but Peanut in the original? No, he was not. Interesting. So it was Thomas was there, Cree was there, and then Kel was there. But everyone else was different. So Double G, what Triple G wasn't in the show. They didn't even like develop that storyline. They hired another girl for Kenzie, and they just didn't like how it was playing. And like apparently the like dynamics were just off. They weren't acting like they were best friends. And then that's whenever they brought Benji and I in, and the rest is history. So at what point did you realize that the show was going to end? I didn't know. And everyone else on set knew, but Dan refused to tell me. And I'm still super close with Dan. He's a great guy. Um, but that was one of the toughest days I had because we were filming. Everything was going normal. And while I'm filming my last scene, all of the other kids are like, well, we'll have to plan something. Like, we're not going to be able to see each other anytime soon. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, the show's canceled. Didn't you hear? I'm like, no. So I even went up to Dan and I'm like, is that true? Is the show canceled? And he's like, no, no, that's just rumors. Like, it's fine. Like, don't worry about it. Just go get your scene done. And honestly, it was just to protect me. And then after I finished my day's work, that was my last day on set. And you've never been back? No. To, to the Burbank Studios. Burbank Studios. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, that is wild. And everyone else knew except for me. But I'm like a big crier, so maybe that's why. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have been able to keep a straight face and done my job, so... So I did, mean, did you give any thought to what you would do after Game Shakers or what you saw your life being or what you I wanted, wanted to be to... a normal kid? Really? That was like my one thing. I wanted to go to school. I wanted to get like, I had accomplished so much at such a young age and I, my big dream was to be on a Dan Schneider show. So after that ended, I was like, okay, I've already done everything I wanted to do. Now I just want to go to school, get a degree and call it life. So I went to school that was the worst experience of my life. I went to a real high school in Orange County. Ugh. It was awful. I was bullied relentlessly. The kids are just... Vicious. Vicious. And I was not prepared for that. And my mom definitely did not help that situation because she's like, oh, you're going to go in. You're going to be popular. Like, this is going to be a great experience for you. And here I am, like, all I know about high school is like Glee and High School Musical. So I'm like, oh, everyone <laughs> loves everyone. People are going to be dancing on the halls. Like, delusional. So I'm like, this is great. I go in and literally from the get-go, it was a nightmare. But I mean, it it built, it built character. It made me who I am today. So whatever. I finished out my year. And then after that, I went back to online school, 
finished a year and a half early and then started college, got a business degree, and now I'm just living life. And any thought of acting? Yes and no. I mean, I completely signed off from acting for about a good year and a half, I want to say, just because I didn't want to focus on it. Whenever you go from working so long for so many years, I was just, I was over it, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. My my passion just kind of fell through. Um, and now as things have progressed, it really is like, I, I have a huge passion for acting and that'll never go away. But there's so many other things that I love so much that are a part of my life, like music and now that I'm working with Playboy, like that's such a big part of my life and I'm so happy and I feel so taken care of. I don't think I'll ever leave the entertainment industry, but I think there's going to be different branches. And yeah, 100%. Like you don't, to create art can mean a bunch of different things mm-hmm. and that is even what you're doing for Playboy. Yeah. So at, you find Playboy through a former Nickelodeon employee, right? Yeah, so that was Kyla Drew. Kyla was on Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn. Okay. And <laughs> it was another Nickelodeon <laughs> show at the time. <laughs> Never watched the show, but I was friends with all of those guys because we would always do everything together. And her mom used to date the head coach for the Panthers. And I grew up in North Carolina, so did she. So we were like just two peas in a pod. We would always go to, to like different sports games together. We were literally inseparable so she called me out of the blue and she's like hey what are you doing tonight and I was working a minimum wage job at the time at a gym because I was like no like I'm not gonna do acting or anything like I need to get a real job like I need to have real life experience this is what my life is gonna be why I hated this yeah why'd you force that upon yourself uh my parents thought it would be a good idea so your parents are really just normal people, eh? Oh, 100%. My mom's a nurse, and then my stepdad, he used to be a motivational speaker, and now he's the head of a U.S. Department for Ground Engineering, and oh, he also helps like consult different companies to take them to the next level. Wait, so Okay, so he's like, you need to go and work at a gym. Yeah, he's like, you You're- need to have customer service skills for life. This is going to be beneficial. It's going to teach you that what you put out into the world isn't what you always get. <laughs> You've got to work hard for things and there's got to be shitty moments in life and you got to get over it. Yeah, but he does know that you just work 10 hours a day, six days a week was really one of the toughest executive producers in existence on one of the most high pressure sets probably in town. Yeah, but like, that's not life. I mean, it was my life for that time being, but that's not... With acting, you can be on a show and then you can't work for years on end. So he wanted me to be prepared and have a backup plan in place just in case it didn't work out. How many seasons did it go, though? I think it was three That's pretty seasons. good. That's pretty good. It was good. a good run. How so many I, episodes? I want to say 60-something. Wow. That's pretty good. I know. It was a good run. 61. 61. Damn. Look at you. Another yeah. season would have gotten you to 100. I know. No, it made two seasons, yeah. Because we typically did like 20-something episodes a season. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. I mean, like, that is, it is invaluable. Like, that is the right approach, but it is a shock to one system. A hundred percent. Does anybody come into the gym you're working at and be like, I rem- I think I know you from TV? I actually did have a few people who, like, I, I'm still close with these people. Like, one of my girlfriends, Jaslyn, she used to watch the show, and she comes in just to, like, start working out there and to buy a membership, and I'm working. She's like, uh... Are you the girl from Game Shakers? You look so familiar. I'm like, yeah, like, 
I'm Madison. Nice to meet you. She's like, why are you here? And I'm yeah. like, because this is my life now. Like, this is how I'm spending my days. And this is building character. I'm happy. I'm good. Whatever. And then we became friends. And she stole my life. She's a great girl. So when do you move from the gym to Playboy? That was in April, I want to say. Wow. So March still fairly recently. It's very, very new. How much money did you end up saving from Nickelodeon? Like, did you really need to work or was it purely for character? I mean, I didn't necessarily need to work, but my savings are my savings. And I want to yeah. save that for whenever I do have a family. That way my kids are taken care of. That way I'm taken care of. That's like my biggest goal. So all of my money that I was saving from Game Shakers was either in investments or I was funding my music career with it. Did you have a Coogan? Yeah. Yeah. Sick. What's that? It's for people, you can explain it. It's for people, whenever you're in the business, a certain amount, like a percentage goes into this account. That way no one else can touch it. It's for okay. people under 18. Okay. Fascinating. It's really cool because I've never, uh, I have a lot of friends who are on big Nickelodeon shows. Mm -hmm. None of them went to retail. No. I mean, but hey, I'm good. I turned out just That's, fine. It's fucking of, awesome. I feel like it's a lot so of people cool. in your position would have like this ego, like, I can't do that. That's below me. And you're just like, no, that's great. I'm working at a gym. I love it. I mean, I think ego is the biggest death of all. And Truth. especially in this industry, it is such a prevalent thing. And my biggest thing, and like my mom always told me growing up, the second that you become cocky, you're not humble, you're not grateful, you're out. You're done. I don't care what you're doing. I'll pull you out. So it had been drilled in me from such a young age. Like you are forever grateful. You always act like, look, this is a huge blessing in my life, but that does not mean that something else is below me. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that philosophy, especially now in my life, because yes, I have so many amazing things going on. They're all blessings, but that doesn't mean that five years from now, I couldn't be opening up my own small business and yeah, working there. Totally. Sick. Mm -hmm. So acting is whatever right now. Not a priority, but life is a priority. Yeah. And you've built a business via Playboy. Yeah. I'm like fully self-funded. I am so beyond proud of myself. You if should you would have told me a year ago today that I would be in this position that I am today, I have my own house. I <laughs> like am fully independent. I'm self-funding my music career. I'm doing everything that I could have ever imagined. I don't have to worry. Like, I am set. I'm good. I never would have believed it. Never. I mean, we're talking about, like, that much money being generated over Playboy? It's crazy. More money than you made at Nickelodeon, eh? A lot more. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Can you explain the Playboy situation? Because it's not, you're not, like, doing full nude, centerfold. I don't do nudity. Okay. So, I do, like, lingerie, bikini photos. Stuff that I would post on my Instagram, or most people do post on their Instagram. Yeah. But it's just behind a paywall, so, I mean, yeah. Sick. <laughs> That's awesome. So do you manage it yourself? So I have a team who helps manage it, but yeah, I'm uploading all of my content. I'm talking to people. A lot of the people that are on my Playboy specifically, and I know it's different for other creators, but for me, it's a lot of people that grew up with me and they just want a connection. It's not necessarily about the content that they want. They just want to be able to talk to me. And I don't respond to Instagram DMs. I never really have. I mean, I responded to you guys, but I mean, some get filtered <laughs> through and some don't. So that was a way that they could have a conversation with me and get to know me a little bit more on a personal level. Are you at all shocked by the success? I really am. I mean, whenever I was having the conversation, 
I had told Playboy from the get-go, I don't want to do nudity. I'm not pushing back on my boundaries. That's not who I am. And they're like, okay. So I joined thinking, okay, like this might be some like pocket change. Like we'll figure out what happens. And I, I even asked like the team, like, what do you think is like projected a month? And they're like, probably like 10 to 20,000. Like that would be good. And we're like way, way, way beyond past that. Can I ask how much you're making? I'm not comfortable saying, but like, I'm. it's been. Is it seven figures a month? I would say it's a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. I know how much a lot of the big creators are making on OnlyFans. It's crazy. I, it's I never would have imagined it. Never. And You can make millions of dollars a month very easily. Very easily. Very easily. And the fact that I am the top creator on Playboy is wild. That just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> I get goosebumps every day. I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so blessed to be living the life that I'm living. I'm so beyond grateful. I, I operate out of gratitude in every aspect of my life. Does this present any security concerns though? Yes and no. I mean, I have always been kind of alarmed with security just because that's how it was. It was drilled in our head. Like you always have security around you. You always are like watching your back just because like you never really know who could come up to you or who could be watching you. So that's always kind of been alarming, but I try to take care of myself to the best of my abilities. But I also don't want to go around with a whole bodyguard team because that's not me. It's not who I will ever be. So like how many followers do you have on Playboy? On Playboy? I think I have 67,000. Wow. Whoa. I think. And what is the price per month? The price per month is $10 a month. And then if they <laughs> want to do VIP, it's $100. And then they can like chat. <laughs> and it's actually You're you and so there. Yeah. You're actually you and they're talking to these people. Uh-huh. Oh Man, my gosh. What a made, life. You've made more money than you could have ever made on television. Oh, 100%. Already. Already. And I'm so happy and I'm 20 years old. Wow. I've got so much time left to live. And my biggest goal is like, I want to run hard for like three to five years and then settle down, have my family be done and live my life. You could build a whole business though. You should do movies off this. You can, I mean, literally look at Pamela Anderson. This is a whole new resurgence of something. We're in like talks about doing other things. You need to. No, this is like a whole new demographic and audience that like this has come your way. And I'm telling you, you're such a great actress. Thank I you, you. Know, we, we we have a we have a common friend who was your agent, but also like a, she was one of the casting people at Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. She was one of the people who casted me at Nickelodeon. She's a great eye for talent, casted the biggest shows on the network. A hundred percent. Like every one of the top Nickelodeon shows was casted by her. You are so exceptionally talented. Thank you like so you much. are fucking incredible. You're really good. And to work on a Dan show, as somebody who's worked on Dan shows, you you better be the best at what you do. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you that. Because he'll tell you from the second, like, if no, you're you'll, off, no, you'll, you'll, be, you'll know. Sister, you'll get fired. I've watched people get fired. Mm-hmm. We, I vividly remember, we were filming one episode. This was oh, the wow. first year. And it was the Girl Power Awards. And originally there were... There was another like guy who was going to be in it, and he got fired. Yeah. He came on set one day, and he was not behaving properly to Dan's likings, and he was goofing around. He wasn't acting how he was supposed to be acting, and he got cut. That's very common. I watched the same thing happen one day when I was on set for a TV show. That, it's uh, crazy. One of the shows, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I watched it the kid go- so much fear in you. Yeah. <laughs> so much fear because you're like, oh, my God, I can't fuck up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's going to happen? 
So like you were walking on eggshells and then as time goes on, you're like, oh, okay, like it's fine. Like as long as I mind my P's and Q's and like do my job, I'm fine. Well, it's about being professional because at the end of the day, like when you're not ready and you're not professional, it it affects everything. There's a ripple effect every time, Mm -hmm. no matter how, how big your role is on set. Or how like how big or how small? There's so many other people who are working around you, whether it's other actors, yeah. hair and makeup, counting on you. Everyone's counting on That's you, a lot. so you have to get your stuff done mm-hmm. at the end of the day, or whenever you have your fives or your breaks or whatever. Yeah, go goof off, be a kid. But when you step on set and there's cameras around, you have a job to do. Totally. That's what you're expected to do. You got hired. It's just like a job anywhere else. If you goofed around, right. you'd be fired in a heartbeat. You're so right. God, I'm having a bunch of flashbacks. So many flashbacks. <laughs> Do you think some people are still having trouble seeing the you for who you are today compared to the girl you were, what, 10 years ago when you were on Nickelodeon? Yeah. And I would say that's never going to stop. Yeah. Just because I genuinely, like, think it's, like, a curse that comes with, like, Child Network stars. Mm-hmm. You are constantly being seen as what you were. It yeah, does not matter what kind of character you were playing. That's who you are. People will still, like, comment on my Instagrams and be like, hey, Kenzie. I'm like, thanks. Like, I appreciate it, but that's that's not me. Yeah. I don't know, though. I think you're rewriting who you are. And I think you're building a whole new identity that is going to be so distant from the one that like brought you to the public mm-hmm. sphere mm-hmm. that you're going to be able to like paint a whole new path. I'm I mean living that. my life for me. That is like my biggest thing. I'm living my life for me. I'm being 100% true mm-hmm. to myself. And that's why I'm doing music. I've been doing music since I was nine and just never released anything because I was too scared of the rejection. And then COVID hit. I went through a bad breakup. I was like, I got to figure something out to like get out of this depressive episode. So I started writing music again and went into the studio because I was like, you know what? Like, this will be fun. And we're in the studio and I'm like, fuck it. Let's let's release it. And it's created like a whole ripple effect since. And is that, now is that flying solo. Yeah, that was flying okay. solo. And I mean, we wrote another song at the same time and then decided not to put that one out and then started working with my own team to create my debut album. Now we're in the process of getting that ready for release. Wait, so, okay, let's break all that down here. (laughs) You've been making music for a beat. Yeah. But, uh, can you, how do I say, metanoia? Metanoia. Yes. It's the journey of life through changes. That is on the way. Yeah. It's coming out for my birthday. November 20th. November 20th is my birthday, so we're looking at either the 18th or the week after my birthday. 21 songs. 21st birthday. Yeah. Wow. Which is crazy. But you start funding your career with flying solo. Yeah. But so I, I paid for that completely by myself. Out of savings, because that's of, in 21. Yeah. This is before Playboy. This was before I started working for the gym, like right before. And then started working for the gym right after I fi- finished this video, because I was like, fuck, that was a lot of money. Like, I didn't realize <laughs> how expensive this was. And I mean, was doing that. To bring in extra like play money and then it kind of just spiraled out of control from there and I'm doing music sessions once a week and doing final vocals and getting content done for Playboy. It's wild. Wait, so I mean, when you're flying solo, Mm -hmm. a record that is obviously embodied in so much truth because you're literally riding on your own. 100% like I thought I was set like this guy that I was dating 
We had been friends since I was like 14. He was like my little boyfriend. Like back in the day, he was on Disney while I was on Nickelodeon. Who is it? I'll find it. <laughs> His name's Asher. Asher Angel? Yeah. Asher Angel? Oh. So we were like, whatever. We were close friends whenever yeah. we were younger. And then whenever COVID hit, he had just broken up with his girlfriend. I had just broken up with my boyfriend. And we just started talking again, like reaching out as friends. And that's what it was. And then I went out to go visit him. Everything was going great. He was telling me he loved me. And then I got a text in the middle of the night. And he's like, I can't give you 100% right now. And then like, I want to say a week later, he was on vacation with another girl. And I was devastated. Whoa. Asher. Devastated. So... That ended. I'm like in a depressive episode, so much anxiety, trying to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do. And that's whenever I was like, okay, I'm going to write a song. That's what helps me in every aspect. That's what I've done my whole life. And then it just, I, I'm so grateful for that experience. So grateful. Yeah, because- and it, I hold nothing against him. Like we were young. We were 16. But it also birthed the whole new, like real career. Yeah. And the opportunity to like explore something artistically that you really didn't do in a, I mean, I guess you'd wanted to, but this is a real, like, I don't know, it's a chance to make music off of a real experience that also helps you through that experience. Exactly. So, okay. Flying solo drops. Then we get into nice guys, nobody built me. And these are all still self-funded stuff. Yeah. All of this is self-funded. All from the gym and all from your savings. Yeah. Damn. And all of these other songs are like fully self-funded and like from either savings, gym, whatever, like most of the ones that are going on the album. This album has been in the works for the past two and a half years. Wow. Yeah. So you really did this whole thing on your own? Uh-huh. Would this album exist if it wasn't for Playboy? No. Wow. Because that at least helps you finish it because it is expensive to it's finish so an expensive. album, let alone make it. I mean, we had so many songs and sessions and the bills were piling up. Like, you don't really realize how much each song costs, but it's like 10 grand a song yeah. for like the sessions and whatnot, not including mixing, mastering, getting everything pushed and getting it out and distributing it. And it it's wild how much goes into one song. And now we're doing 21 songs. So, I mean. <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah, and then music videos on top of it. Because if I'm going to do something, I'm fully committing. That, that's that been my rule since day one. If I'm going to do something, I'm fully committing it to it. I'm doing it my way. I'm not taking no for an answer. I'll figure out a way to make it happen. And then Baseball Games was like the one that I'm I'm so beyond proud of that song. Just because it is about my life. And that video is hmm. the best video I've ever filmed in my life. I love it so much. Um, and I actually went to dance classes for it. And I was proud of myself. I could actually like move. Like that's so you're really doing this all on your own. Mm -hmm. So have you like a like hired a team or I have like a music manager and I've got like my regular manager and we're just taking it day by day. That's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. Wild because I mean even I thought like you had to have a label behind you, you to make things happen. You don't. Like you can do it yourself. It's just it's expensive, but I knew from the get-go if I signed with a label then they would have like dictation over what I was doing, what I was writing about when it was being released, how the videos were shot, if I could even do a video. And I didn't want that happening. 
Now, later on down the road, maybe, but for this first one, this is my baby. This is about me and the past few years of my life and figuring out who I am as a person. So I wanted it to be true to myself. It is hard with a label because you have two sets of competition. Like you have your label mates because you have to compete for time and energy and resource. And then you have to compete with the rest of the freaking cultural world that is out there pumping out music. You know, it's really hard. It's so hard. So, I mean, it just didn't make sense. When did you realize you needed another way to fund this all? Like it was just getting too expensive. It was like all coming to a head around like February. And then in March is whenever I got invited to that game or the first of April. And then just happened. Everything pans out. (laughs) That's what I'm learning. Like, If you put something into the universe and you think about it and you just, you're not focusing on the negative. If you're focusing on the positive and trying to figure out a way to make things happen, it'll come to you. And I mean, that's living proof. What was it like the first time you saw that big old direct deposit? I was shell-shocked. Shell-shocked. I called my mom and I'm like, what? What is this? Like, what do we do? Like, (laughs) I can't believe this happened. Because my first month was... A very significant month in terms of like revenue and just overall like how I was doing it. And I mean, I, I was talking to a guy whenever I first signed up for Playboy and it was not a good situation just because like he was not supportive. And I I mean, I can't live my life for someone else. No, I've got to live it for me and nothing against him. It's just. That's what I wanted to do, and he wasn't comfortable with that, and that's okay. So that ended. I'm like, okay, do I stop doing this? And then the money just kept coming in, and it really showed, no, like, if I want to take control of my life and do it my way, I need to keep this going. Do it for as long as I can and just see what happens. If I'm happy, that's all that matters. It allows you that freedom. Mm -hmm. I'm so free now. I feel so blessed. I'm so grateful. I'm so happy. I mean, there's never, there. there's definitely crappy things that happen in life, but overall, I'm very, very happy. Wild. So you should be so proud. I really am. Like, I wish I could go back and tell like 12 year old Maddie, everything works out. Everything's going to be good. You're fine. Like, just keep doing you. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. When you were first making the announcement that you were joining the Playboy platform, were you expecting a negative reaction or were you prepared what people are going to say or you just not care? Oh, I was terrified. So, like, I posted something on my Instagram and then deleted it because I was like, oh, my God, I can't release this. Like, I can't say anything about this. And I got, like, scared because I didn't. This is bad on me, but I didn't tell my management my management team that I had joined. So, I like, I did everything by myself. And I was like, oh, my God, like, he's going to see that post. I got to take that down. Like, I can't I can't do this. So, I was, like, freaking out and then freaking about, about like, what fans were going to say. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it didn't end up having a bad effect. No. So I was like, okay, like it is what it is. I mean, this is a part of me. And now I'm the face of Playboy, which is so a sick. huge title. It's an honor. And I'm so beyond grateful. I go into the office about once or twice a week and help other creators with figuring out how oh, to wow. make it worthwhile for them. Because the biggest thing is people want a connection. They mm-hmm. don't want it to just feel like they're just handing you over money. They want it to be a connection. So you really are like learning who these people are and letting them learn who you are. And that's like the biggest piece of advice that I give anyone. Is it a female only platform right now? Yeah. 
So it's female only. And then there's like guys that are working in the office and like the tech team and whatnot. Um, but for the most part, it's women ran, women are on the platform and everyone's so inclusive, which I think is wonderful. You can go into that office at any given time and everyone's so welcoming, so happy to see you. And we'll just drop everything to make sure that you are taken care of. If you've got any problems, they won't hesitate to like fix those immediately. And like, I'll go in and I'll be like, hey, like I joined, like I went on my live today and it wasn't working right. Like, can you guys help me? They'll like pull me over to like the team that does all the tech related stuff and we'll have it fixed within the next 15 minutes. What's the future of it? Is it to be like an OnlyFans or any, you know, Yeah, but there's going to be other things aligned with the Playboy like brand identity in the sense of we're in talks of doing a few different things to kind of combat what the assumption is with Playboy and get it back to what it used to be. Cool. Beautiful. I'm really excited. Really excited. You should be. It's such like a crazy thing. I mean, I grew up with like the whole, my grandmother's obsessed with Marilyn Monroe. I Mm. I should start off and say that. So whenever the Playboy images of her came out, my grandmother was like flipping out. She's like, oh my God, like I love Marilyn. I've got to have these photos. So it was always like, I knew what Playboy was, just never in a million years thought I would be a Playboy model. And then life happened and it just made sense. And now here I am with so many other amazing women. And in my eyes, it's a true honor. So many amazing women have posed for Playboy or been involved in the brand in some way, shape or form. So being able to say, I'm there now is wonderful. And it's also helping you... Operate and build an entire catalog of art. Yeah. Which... It's building my business. Yeah. When did I like your dad come? Did, was that... <laughs> <laughs> is that why... Is that before the play? Like, when did you start that? I like your dad was... <laughs> I think it was started before Playboy. Okay. But it came out during Playboy. Which kind of makes sense at that point. Like, if, if you just came out randomly with I like your dad, people are like, where'd this come from? Yeah. But I feel like it kind of fits perfectly with what you were doing already. It fits perfectly, but, like, people don't realize, like, that's just me. Like, yeah. all of my music is very fun, flirty, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, dads are hot. Like, <laughs> everyone has had a dad crush. And my little brother, Jesse, was obsessed with Stacy's mom. So I made him that song just thinking it was for my family, like, not planning on releasing it. <laughs> and then I was dating this guy. His dad was a really hot dad. And I'm like, oh, my God, like this is genius. Like maybe I should release it. It wasn't written about him, but like, I mean, it was funny. So I release it. All of my girlfriends are texting me like, oh my God, like, yes, our hot dad fantasy is finally like coming true. Like I love this. So that like was really a dive into me being okay with like showing my actual personality Mm -hmm. and letting loose of like all of these stereotypes and just getting to have fun. Yeah, like not be so worried. I watch him screw that driver. I wish he'd screw me too. <laughs> Isn't that genius? That's great. Once I one put my hand on his fishing pole, I'd bet we'd catch a big one. Yeah, I mean we're gonna go fishing. Absolutely. Yeah. Gonna do dad things. Gotta do dad things. I mean, <laughs> hey, everyone likes to fish. Do they? <laughs> I hate fishing. It's it back. fun. You go out on a sunny day, cast your little pole. How do you know my pole's little? Whoa. Sorry, I was making an assumption. (laughs) Sorry, big (laughs) Paul. Kind of accurate. Um, 
a baseball game. Is that about a, a person? Yeah. Yeah. Or so are you dating somebody? Yes. Situ- is it a situationship or are you actually Situationship. Dating? That's probably the best way to put it. Damn. He's been in my life for the past year and a half. Um, undefined. Undefined. Oh, that's, that's like hard. It's very hard. Yeah, very like are hard. you exclusive that's or are you not? This... I've tried to have the conversation. It hasn't really gone anywhere. So I really don't know what's happening. I'm for just living a, my life. And it's been a year and a half. A year and a half. And he's a baseball player. He's a pitcher. In the MLB. Mm-hmm. You uh, basically gave away who he was in the music video. Well, I mean, it was too fun not to. And I told him, I was like, hey, like, your numbers are going on this. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, like, I can't not. He's like, okay, like, you do you. I mean, he knew from the get-go, though, that I did music and I write from personal experience. So if you're going to be in my life, there's definitely going to be songs mm. written about you. How'd, good you or bad. how'd you all meet? On Raya. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Never in a million years thought I would join a dating app and then... Now, Ryan's pretty good. And he was my first match. And, wow. wait, best part. I literally manifested him. You knew him before? No, like I manifested him. I put him on my vision board. The, I didn't the, even know who the, he was. The exact guy? Yes. What? So, I don't like, let me like yeah, tell break, the whole story. Break it down. So, I'm not a big baseball fan, or at least I wasn't. Like, my mom and I would go to games with my brother and my stepdad, and my mom and I would just look at the players' butts because, like, <laughs> it was boring. It went on for so long. Like, it's not—like, the atmosphere is fun, but, like, who wants to see, like, guys, like, just throw a ball and hit a ball and then miss? It's not fun. So, <laughs> we're like, okay, like, whatever. Like, we'll go. We want to get, like, a drink. We want to go get food. We'll sit there. We'll look at the butts. Like, we'll rate them. That was our life of baseball. And then I joined this dating app— I'm not really thinking much of it. I do a vision board every year. And the year before, I did it about like what I want out of relationships and everything. And my little brother, Jesse, the one that I like your dad was written for, he wanted to put Spider-Man on his vision board because he's obsessed with Spider-Man and wants to be the new Spider-Man. And my little brother, Caden, who's 13, Caden's like the Tasmanian devil of the family. He's crazy, wild, just says whatever's on his mind, has no filter. He starts yelling at Jesse and he's like, that's so stupid. You're never going to be Spider-Man. So, of course, Jesse's like boohoo crying. I'm like, Jesse, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Whenever I was your age, I was obsessed with Thor. Like, that was like my favorite thing ever. Like, he was my favorite superhero. So I put Thor on my vision board, not thinking anything of it. And then a year later, swiping and I didn't know it was him. But then like six months later, I realized yeah, that's who that was. Wait, so you put and who is this? The baseball player's nickname is Thor. Oh, oh, wait, is what does he play for? I think he's a free agent now, but he was on the Angels for a while. Played for the Phillies at the end of last year. He was on the Mets earlier on in the career. Damn, it's crazy. He's Damn. a great guy. Like we're very lucky to have each other. Very lucky. But do you have? I'm so confused. What and is the it? guy you cast in the video? As soon as I watched the video, I was like, yeah, it looks like him. He's got the long blonde hair, the man bun. Okay, so that's Hunter. Hunter's a great guy. I (laughs) met him whenever I went to Bryce Vine's like wine opening like night thing because he released a wine. So I go and this guy walks in and I'm like, oh my God, I need to have a conversation with him. He needs to be in my video because we were going to cast a guy. And I like walk over and I'm like, hey, I need to have a conversation with you. He's like, I need to have a conversation with you in private. I'm like, no, 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 honey. This is a business conversation. (laughs) Not happening. Sorry. So then I'm like, you need to be in my music video. And he agreed and it all just worked out perfectly. We had a rapper and it was just 
crazy how everything like fell into place. Do you guys just hit on you all the time? No. Really? I've only been hit on like three times in my life. That's a lie. No, yeah, it's a lie. You, according I to my don't, notes. Like, whenever I go out, people don't come up to me like that. Well, you've had three partners in your life, according to my notes. Yes. And they all must be over six feet tall. They haven't been, but that's yeah. like a requirement now. I, I my kids need a chance. I'm under five foot. Like, <laughs> I can't be thinking like that. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> There's no way you've only been hit on three times in your life. I'm telling you, maybe I just don't go out enough or I'm not going to the right places. Or you don't know. I will go out. I Yeah, maybe the, you don't know. Maybe you just think people are being yeah. nice. They're maybe. not, though. I don't think so, though. Why mm. can't guys just be, like, direct? Is that what you want? You would just... I would prefer a guy to just be direct. Sister, you see this going somewhere great, if not great. You've been in a situation for a year and a half. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. Be direct. Tell me what you want. It's giving the oh, you're in the opposite of direct. You're in you're in gray. We're working on it. That's the best way to put it. We're working on it. God. Sounds complicated. Yeah. But I mean, hey, it's gotten a lot better. All good things are though. My biggest thing is like if it works out great, if not great. It is what it is. I know he's going to be in my life in some way, shape, or form. I'm either going to love him like a lover or a brother. It is what it is. Beautiful. Isn't that great? That's nice. That's that's healthy. It's very healthy. I have a great like mindset on looking at it. Beautiful. My mother helps me with that. It's you- like you can't you can't control how someone's going to treat you or how they're going to feel about you. So you just let it be. If it's meant to be, it'll work out. If not, then it is what it is. Amen. You move on. God. Let's talk about Jill. Okay. That's a song about about a guy's right hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would I would like to say what inspired it, but I think I just said it. His right hand. I mean. Why did you want to write a song about Jill, I guess? Well, it's funny. Like, it is funny. Because, <laughs> okay, so I was in the session with JT Roach. That's the guy that produced it, and he helped me write it. And we go in. Originally, we were supposed to do, like, rewrites and take I Like Your Dad Country. And that's what I thought we were doing. And then I walk in and he's like, we're writing a new song. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't prepared for this, like, at all. And I just start talking about my life. And I'm like, well, like, I think it's hilarious. Like, whenever a guy, like, acts like he's hot shit. And then, like, you know, like, he's just going to go home and be with his right hand. He's like, <laughs> oh, Jill. I'm like, huh? He's like, his right hand, Jill. I'm like, what do you mean? And then he, like, showed me uh. J-I-L-L. I was like, oh, my God, that's genius. Like, that's what we're writing about. So then that's how it happened. Do you have, like, a different relationship with what that is now that you're on Playboy? Oh. I mean, I I haven't had a lot of sexual experience in my life. Like, it's just not who I am or who I was. So, it has been a shock to my system being involved in Playboy because I'll have conversations with other girls and they'll be like, how in the world have you never done this? Like, I was talking to Elsa on her podcast and she's talking about, like, her pee fetish. And I'm like, God, no, 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 that's not who I am. So it's odd having these conversations with people whenever I haven't had those experiences. And like my experiences are like high school, like Jill, like that's funny to me. Like those are my experiences. So it's, it's different. I I don't think anything could prepare you for the, like this is a whole, like it's a parasocial relationship. It's this, I went on a few dates, uh, with the porn star who's okay. pretty famous, like in the gay world. And it was just really an eye opener for me. Yeah. How was it? I really hard for him. Um, indifferent and, um, emotionally and physically taxing. Like I could have never, ever predicted. 
And I don't watch porn. Like, I'm not like that. I just lost my virginity at 30, like late bloomer beyond. Like, not like that. So I just got this whole other glimpse into fetish culture, Mm -hmm. into sexual culture, this ideal standard of sex. So odd. Yeah. Like, to me, like, because that's not what I was exposed to. And I'm sure you can relate to that. Yeah, I would never do that. That's just, I'm a relationship type of person. Mm -hmm. I can't just go out and like have a one night stand and not have feelings for someone. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not who I am or who I will ever be. So whenever like I have conversations with my girlfriends and they're like, oh yeah, I like went out with this guy. I met him at a bar and like, yeah, like we had sex the first night. That's just something that I would never do. Like, good on you if that's like what you're comfortable with, but that's just not me. Totally. In, in in that world, it's like, I just watched a few different things. Like I watched somebody like struggle to have deep, meaningful, personal relationships mm-hmm. and then also struggle to feel like all anybody ever wanted out of him was sex because that was like what his purpose was. And then on top of that, it was, uh, I, I think there's just like this, this very interesting relationship between the person who's on screen and then the person consuming on the other side. Yeah. You have a different relationship with people. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's like a, it's this relationship thing that is hard to essentially quantify, but then it's also really disturbing to think about because it doesn't start or end with a photo that's taken or a video that's made. It just keeps going. Oh, but it only starts there once it's shared. You know what I mean? Like where it goes and the reach it has is pretty wild. I know that there's definitely people who like watch Game Shakers and we're definitely doing things. Totally. Like, Weird shit. Yeah. It, it's so odd. And like I've had a, a few like people who like I've blocked immediately because I'm like, I, I don't want that energy out mm-hmm. here. But they'll like send me a message on Playboy and be like, I've loved you since you were a little girl. I'm so happy you're finally like over it, like of age now. Like I've wanted this for so long. It's just weird mm-hmm. like it's a, it's a unique glimpse into the human condition and like 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 it is it, it, you have an interesting you see probably some gnarly shit in your dms yeah i mean there's definitely like weird situations like that weird fetishes of course but like no kink shaming like teach their own everyone has their own little thing that they like but I wasn't prepared for that and i don't think my mother was either like i tell my mom everything she's my best friend so we'll like I'll I'll have conversations with her and I'll be like, I don't even know like what to say to this. Like, I need help. Like, can you help me please? So she'll help me like respond or like take content. She'll be like, I don't like that pose. That looks awful, Madison. No, (laughs) that's not happening. So then she'll help me. So it's great being able to have an open conversation with my parents about what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. And if I need help in any situation, knowing that I can come to them. How did you explain this to them early on? I just had a conversation. I was like, hey, like, going to a game with Kyla, like, I'm going to call in sick tonight. How do you guys feel about that? And she's like, what game? And who are you going with? And I'm like, Kyla. And she goes, yeah, but who? I'm like, well, it's Kyla and our friends. And my mom's like, well, who are the friends? My mom's very overprotective. And I told her and she's like, well, why didn't you just start off with that? Why didn't you, like, why did you beat around the bush? Why didn't you just say, oh, Kyla and Playboy? So then we have the conversation and she's like, well, what do you want to do? Like, is that something you would ever do? Or like, 
no. And I said, honestly, like, I don't think that's for me, but like, I want to go. I want to just have a good night. Like, there's a lot going on right now. I think this could be really good for me. And she's like, okay, like, I support you. You're an adult. You can make your own decisions, but just be smart and be conscious. So I go and everything was fine. I was texting her the whole night and like, hey, like, everyone's actually like really nice here. I was a little worried about how like the girls would be because it was a bunch of girls. And I don't have a lot of girlfriends just because in this industry, so many are so catty or egotistical or just caught up in the wrong things or doing hardcore drugs or partying like crazy. That's just not who I am. And I don't want to be associated with that. So I'm like keeping her posted. I'm catching up with Kyla. We're having the time of our lives, like giggling like two teenagers and just truly so happy to be back in our element with each other and I mean, we were like looking at some of the other people that were like at the game and being like, oh my God, like that is so us. Like that's hilarious. Like we would totally be doing that if we were like those kind of people. So anyways, we're having a good time. And then she's like, you want to come into the office? Like everyone at Playboy like loves you, like high ups. Um, So I go in and that's whenever we had the conversation about me joining. And I had my mom come with me because I was like, if I'm going to do this, I want someone who's going to represent me and know what I want, know what I stand for, know my boundaries and respect me, but also have my best interest at heart. And I know that my family does. I mean, at the end of the day, that's all they want for me. They want me to be happy and healthy. So I take my mom in and that was the end of it. (laughs) Just kind of spiraled out of control from there. And now you're a millionaire. I'm just living my life. Happy as can be. (laughs) I'm so like, I'm so happy. That's crazy. There's so many blessings. And like now I'm like able to truly like focus on me. I'm able to like divide my time to do things that I appreciate doing. Like I love going to seminars and learning about you personal development. Self-help. I love it so much, so much. That's like my happy place. I love being in that energy. So I just went to an event this past weekend and it was absolutely wonderful it was with um gary v and nick santanastasso and a few other speakers but it was i just love being in those environments and knowing that i have the fe- the flexibility and the funds to be able to do that as much as i want to that is wonderful like that's all i want out of my life well, you can invest in businesses you can do whatever you want you're exactly. rich it's giving you like, so much freedom so much freedom so much freedom and like truly it's it's so crazy to fathom so crazy. It's crazy how many headlines it made too. Like when that was like you're still everywhere. It's like it's you're so your name is everywhere. Whoa. Then like, yeah, I get it about like this whole baseball thing, whatever. <laughs> but like the other stuff, I'm like, why? Like it, it's just crazy. Like, mm-hmm. why do people care so much? I'm my own person. I'm an adult. If I, if this is what makes me happy, then why does it matter? Why should people go to Playboy? Over OnlyFans or another website like There's an actual like connection. Okay. Like, I would... N- also, just, like, the stigmatism around it. Like, I would never join OnlyFans. That's just not... I, I don't like the brand association with it. Just because I do have other careers in line, I'm not just an Instagram model. I would never just go to OnlyFans and just be an OnlyFans model. Because once you're that, you're qualified. You're, like, labeled as, like, an internet prostitute yeah. pretty much that's like what the association was is with only fans whereas with playboy there's so many other things going on and there's brand identity in that but there's also a connection like 
I know that I can call the CEO if I have an issue and it's handled immediately. Is it open to any creator yet or is it still? Yeah. So you can apply online. Oh, great. Yeah. So anyone who wants to join can apply and get accepted. But it's about like working your way up because there's like different like tier systems and whatnot. And what about the queer community? Are we going to be uh, expanding to men? I'm pretty sure there's definitely like transgender women that are on the platform right now. I don't know about anyone else, but I do know that there are a few trans um, like women on it because Eden is on Playboy and she came to the Bahamas trip with us. Cool. So. I mean, I love it. I'm fully supportive. But like, where, where did the gay men go? You know what I mean? Where's Playgirl? Didn't that exist? A, it did a, a exist at some point. They got to bring it back. I'm just trying to look out for my community. <laughs> Let me ask you a question about the music quickly. We talked about four or five songs and they're all very different sounding. Yeah. Do you know what sound you're going for? Or are you just kind of playing with everything and seeing what sticks or what you enjoy? My biggest thing was like, I didn't want to stick to one thing. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't listen to one type of music. I listen to, it depends on my mood. I'm either... Country, I'm pop, I'm sad, I'm like 80s. It's so versatile. So I didn't want to like just limit myself to only doing one thing. I, I write depending on what my mood is whenever I go into my sessions. So if I'm in a sad mood, then I'm going to write a sad song. If I'm in a country mood, then I'm going to write a country song. It just kind of flip-flops around. I mean, there's definitely been like some clubby songs and whatnot. And you have that freedom. Yeah. I don't have to boss. listen to anyone, which I love. By the way, you can listen to all Madison's music. It's waiting for you. There's a link in the description below. It's on Amazon Music. You got to take a listen and let me know what you think. Let me know your favorite. Also, any of the links to Playboy we'll put in the description too, right, Dan? Yes, we will. Okay, cool, yeah. What else are you thinking? If you ever have kids one day, like you mentioned, would you let them get into acting? No. Really? No. Even if they said they really want to? It's hard because I've thought about this for so long. You lose your childhood. That's the best way to put it. And not in a bad way, but I don't think people really understand how much you give up. Like your school grades, you give those up. You give up being able to go to college and be like a good student. You give up being an athlete. You give up so many other things. You give up friendships and different relationships that you have with people. And I don't think... People understand that at such a young age. So I don't think I would allow my kids. Now, once they're like 16, if they decide that's what they want to do, sure, so be it. But until they get to an age where they can really process, okay, I've got to give up my whole life because if I do book something, I'm going to be there six days a week. I have to quit school. I'm going to go online. I'm not going to have any time to hang out with my friends. I'm going to be on set, come home, be exhausted on my day off and just sleep the day away. So they've got to be able to handle that emotionally and physically and, like, be ready for it. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I would. But, I mean, we'll cross that bridge. When it happens. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you being here today. I appreciate you guys, like, reaching out and letting me be here. We didn't think you were going to answer. It took you three or four days to respond to our DM. And I'm like, I don't think this girl's responding. Okay, so we were scrolling through. My mom and I, because my (laughs) mom has my Instagram, too. So we're, like, scrolling through, and that one just popped up to the top. Like, I don't know how it happened, but it was just God willing. Like, it was meant to be. Thank God you came. This is great. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. That's, that's what, what he, he said. said. <laughs> Either way. 
Well, Madison Shipman, all of her music lives waiting for you on Amazon Music. Also, the Playboy link. We're going to put it in the link. Of this. We're going to put it in the description below. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. Uh, I really do appreciate your honesty, though, and you of being course. here. You're really one of a kind. And thank you, thank sis, you. Sis, you're going to be fucking huge. Like, you're really a gifted actress. So thank you. anything you want to do, and your music's great, too. So you have nothing but opportunity that sits in front of you. So it's really cool and really special to watch, so. And it's all about like surrounding yourself with like-minded people and people that bring good energy. So Sis. I appreciate you guys being open and honest too and Always. being like welcoming and having good vibrations and good energy and just we're all on the same page. Wait, let me ask one more question. You mentioned you were at a Bryce Hall event. Do you go to those like influencer things with those people? Bryce Vine. Oh, I just said Bryce Hall. Oh no, Bryce Vine. Of I'm not Drew Barrymore in with that whole TikTok. No. Okay, Bryce Vine. That makes more sense. I yeah. used to be friends with him, and then like this was like back in Nickelodeon days before like TikTok was even a thing. And I was in that whole world, and then I'm not a partier. I'm not cut out for that world. I want to go to bed at nine o'clock. It goes back to what you were saying earlier. You are the company you keep, and at the end of the day, character is fate. So exactly. Be a good person. Everything falls into place. Just put out good mojo, and it'll come back. Excited to watch you rise. Thank you. Thank you. You'll be along for the journey. Please come back. Gladly, gladly, Always. and you guys will have to come on over. We'll have to plan something. Well, also yeah. tour. I want to. I want to see you on the road eventually. I would, would love, love to for see that to house. happen. Love that. I gotta go like to North Carolina first. That's gotta be like the first stop. Yeah, fuck yeah. Slow yeah. and steady. If you need anything ever, we're always around. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, mass and shipment, everybody. Woo! This episode of the Zach Sang Show is sponsored by what? Uh, uh, we don't have sponsors. Okay. Yeah, that's right, we don't, baby. Yeah. That's right. Zach Sang Show, coming to you. Coming to you kind of live. Not really, but we're here. And some of us are queer. And if you ever want to talk, you, <laughs> you can call us. There's a voicemail that's available and up and ready. It's moving, it's rolling, it's rocking. The number is 262-515-9224. That is 262-515-9224. You leave us a voicemail wherever you're at. Hell yeah. Whenever you're at. We're always checking. But for now, we got to go. Yep. Yeah. Time to say goodnight. Uh, goodnight, Jordan. Goodnight. Goodnight, Cameron. Good night, Zach. Goodnight, Dan. Goodbye. Goodnight, Kelsey. Goodnight. Goodnight, Sam. Goodnight. Carlos, Cameron, I save you the best for last. Goodnight oh, to wow. you. Good night. Yeah. Good night to you, sweet prince. Sleep <laughs> well. Oh, babe. And a big night, Moon. And again, a big night to you. Be safe. Hug your family if you can. Remind them that you love them. Get good sleep and... Tomorrow we'll be back, yep. Yeah. I love you. That's Zach Sang Show if you need something. Voicemail again, 262 We'll talk soon. Bye. It's the Zach Sang Show.